You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and I'm your host, Trisha Schinkel. I am a CBT certified emotional wellness coach. I'm here to help you along your awakening journey. I help you quiet your mind, connect to your intuition, and remember your life's purpose. To learn how I can help you, please visit www.innerbuddha.ca and click on the Awakening Life Coaching tab at the top of the page. You're listening to Inner Buddha's Zen Entrepreneurs Podcast, and this is episode 59. Today's episode, we're going to be talking about saying yes to too many things. So burnout, for me, used to be the norm in my life, year after year. I would take on the world, and then the I would be conquered by the world. Why? Because I found out I was saying yes to too many things and I just didn't know how to say no. So today we're going to explore a little bit more about deciding what really matters and what really to say yes to and what not to say yes to. And it's all about getting clear on why you say yes in the first place. So let's look into this a little bit more. Hello, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today. Welcome back to another episode. So today, we are going to talk about saying yes to too many things. Now, who here, raise your hand, I can't see you, but I'll trust that you do it, has a bad habit of saying yes to everything and everyone. I'm going to raise my hand. (laughs) Because as much as I want to only do what I want to do. You know, life does come up and there's things that need to happen, right? Um, Of course, I am learning myself to say no a little bit more and more, but um, I do have this bad habit. And I know I'm not the only one that has this habit, so I definitely decided to record an episode about it. Um, Just so that, you know, you can recognize some things in your life from my examples. And we're going to help, we're going to go work this through together today to get to the bottom of it. Because that's the thing. Burnout used to be the norm in my life. It was year after year. I would take on the world. And in my 20s, I could totally take on the world, right? I, you know, I had people telling me, wow, Trisha, you're doing a lot. I don't know how you do it all. And when people told me this, it gave me that sense of pride. And I'm like, I had the determination to put in a lot of hard work and it seemed to be respected. So, you know, I thought that I was doing something good in my life and I was seen as I could do it all. Right. And I had a young child. He was, uh, Colton at the time was about two or three years old. I was building my own travel business, you know, booking destination weddings. I was planning fun holidays for all these different clients. And um, along with working a full-time job at a corporate mental draining office. It was mentally draining. Oh my gosh. But that's the thing. I was putting effort and hard work into everything I did. I pushed and pushed and pushed until I couldn't anymore. And that's the thing. That kind of life just simply is not sustainable. And burnouts became a lot more frequent more and more as I went, right? So until I just, I had to stop. And then that's the thing, that burnout, 
I'm looking back in retrospect, really, I'm glad I, I went to that far because it pushed me to then start seeking out alternative alternatives, healing ways to get through it. So that led me to Reiki, that led me to meditation, that led me to everything that I'm doing now. So in retrospect, I'm really thankful for those um, burnout breakdowns, really. <laughs> um, but that's the thing. I mean, doing and taking action all the time, it really took a toll on me mentally and physically, right? So both was really affected by this. And that's when I realized that I really needed to reevaluate what was important to me and what could wait, you know, kind of just prioritizing my life, you know, and I was the type of person that I would want to get things done so fast. I would, you know, do these things and I'd be so proud of myself for getting it so done so fast, but then I'd make these silly mistakes and overlook things right in my work. And, you know, I just, I had a lot of learning to do as we all do in our twenties, I guess, you know, that's just kind of how it is. But then it really pushed me to the point where I had to ask, you know, what do I truly want? What is this life all about? Where am I going? Where do I see my life, right? Like you kind of get to that realization. You're like, I had to take a deep look to see what mattered to me and where I was actually going and where I wanted to go. That's the thing. I started my travel business because I didn't know what I wanted to do in my life. So my sister suggested that I do travel. So I went and I put myself through travel school. I got my diploma and, you know, I started working in. But that's the thing. I was doing it because somebody suggested it to me. And it's that, you know, I wanted to make her happy. I wanted to make her proud of me. So that's the thing. And I did it. And I, I had fun. Let's not kid ourselves. It was a good time. But it wasn't something that lit me up. At the beginning, it did because it was new and exciting. I was learning new things. But it's not where my heart was. It's not where my passion was. And I had to find that for myself. So I want to know, have you ever had a realization like this before? Where you had to really take a step back from your life and really get clear on, you know, what you actually wanted in life? What, you know, what makes you really happy? Did you ever take the time to kind of look at that? where your passions are, where your desires are, you know, did you ever give your chance, yourself a chance to dream? That's the thing, you know, and today's episode, I'm going to talk to you about how I did this for myself and, you know, how to help recognize areas in your life that you may need to reevaluate. And that's just it. It's all about feeling. It's all about emotion. And we're going to explore that a little bit more today. Okay. So we're going to get clear on that. So I want you to know that it's okay to say no to things and people. That's the thing. And if you feel that you always have to people please and you always have to bend over backwards and, you know, help people out, that's all well and good, but it's not serving you. What is it doing for you? Like if this is something that fills you up, if you, you know, if it helps with your own mental and uh, physical well-being, great do it. But we got to learn as a society, as women, we are hardworking women. We are like, we are natural nurturers, right? We naturally want to help, 
but we got to help ourselves first, right? So we have two things to consider that we got to get clear on. One is the why. Why are you doing anything? Why are you saying yes in the first place? And then once you get clear on your why, and then figure, try to see if there's a better way of doing things. That's the thing. Because I find that there's always a better way to do things. There's always an easier way to do things. And call me lazy, but I just like the easiest way to get things done. And that's just it. Sometimes it's the most effective way too, right? So at at this point, you can actually choose. The good news is that you are meant to enjoy life. You are not meant to suffer through it like we have been doing. And there is good news because you get to choose to change your life at any point. You can pivot, change, alter your directions, alter your trajectory, right? It's up to you. So if I've learned anything, it's that, you know, if you feel things are getting too hard or you're going against the grain or things are coming up and blocking you, it's for a reason, right? It's the universe's way of telling you to look at the situation from a different angle. You know, you can stand on your head if you have to, to see it from a different light or a different perspective. You can also ask your higher self too, right? That other part of your consciousness, because you have consciousness in your body, but then you have a bigger part of you that's up there in the universe. Because we are only just a soul fragment of what we truly are. So you can always ask your higher self, what am I missing? What do I need to see? How do I best move forward? These are all things that you can find out with ease. So all the overdoing I had, you know, come to learn is that it was trying to tell me something. It was really asking me to check in. And I just kept going and going. It just, you know, when you do that, you've become numb and you don't feel anything anymore. And then you lose communication with you and your higher self and the universe and all those intuitive guidances that are coming. You miss them, right? (laughs) And that is very important. If you start missing those guidances, you might start going down the wrong path, right? But I gotta let you know that there is an easier way and it is your job to find that easier way. And as Abraham Hicks likes to call it the path of least resistance, right? We can always feel the resistance in anything that we do. It's just, you got to get familiar with how your body is communicating, right? Because your emotions are always communicating. So today we're going to find out the path of least resistance in our own lives so that we can apply it to this at any time for any situation, All right. So really what it comes down to is feeling whatever it is that you're doing, feeling what emotions that come up when you're in whatever situation that you're in. Right. And then letting go control. That's the big one. A lot of people like to control things and force things and push things and make things happen. But that's not how it always happens. Right. Yes, we do have to take action inspired divine taking action right take action to make things happen in your life but if it's hard 
then maybe we need to look at it from a different angle, right? Things will fall into place if you're following your right emotions. If you follow what feels good, it, it'll start to, you'll start to believe that luck isn't just a thing. It's how life, it just is, right? That's just it. So when you're saying yes to too many things, you'll know it because life just gets busy. You start feeling rushed and pushed. You feel like you don't have enough time or you start saying that you don't have enough time. Oh, I just don't have enough time. Like how many times have you said that, right? That's the thing. You say it over and over again and then it just becomes normal. So definitely pay attention to what things that you're telling yourself over and over again because that has a lot to do with what is going on in your life, right? That's a pretty good indicator to slow down. But really, it's just a matter of, you know, sorting out what needs to be done today and what can wait until tomorrow. And prioritizing your time is just, it's really important, you know, and prioritizing what feels good is also really important, you know, you know, making time for that friend to go have coffee instead of sitting at home watching Netflix and, you know, feeling bad about yourself because you're not socializing you know there's certain things that you can do I got into a point where um you know I asked myself is this this the only way is this you know is there something else out there and I also you know got to the point where I'm like if I asked myself if I don't do this today will the world stop today of course not the world's not going to stop if you don't do one thing and it will continue on if you do that thing tomorrow, right? What you need to know is that if you give your best, then that's all that matters. And remember, depending on how you feel, your best can change from day to day. And that's okay too, right? That was one of my biggest realizations that made things a lot easier for me is that my best is going to look different day to day from when I'm in full health or if I'm not feeling very good and I didn't get a very good night's sleep the night before, right? Your best is going to change. So you don't need to beat yourself up for not doing the best that you did a couple days ago, right? Your best changes and that's okay. And so it's just really, like I said, you got to look at it at a different angle and you got to take a look at why you say yes to things and maybe you should be saying no to things, right? There's a lot of the times where we say yes to things just to make people happy. I know I did, right? And we don't even want to do these things, but sometimes we just say yes because we want to make the other person, um, you know, more or more happy about and more proud of us or, you know, whatever it is. So, but really you got to look at like, what is that actually doing for you? I know... We do a lot for our mothers and our fathers and friends and close family. You know, we we try to put our best self out there. But is that your most true self? Is that your most authentic self? Doesn't it feel better when you're being authentic versus trying to be fake and, you know, please somebody, right? There's two different energies there. There's two different variations of vibration, right? Trying to make somebody happy versus just authentically just doing things for yourself, right? Or taking on too much, 
you know, as women, like I said, we're natural nurturers. We, it's in our very DNA to take care and be a caregiver, right? But one phrase that in my life that kept coming up was I kept hearing people say, you know, you can never pour from an empty cup. Or the other thing that came up was you got to put that oxygen mask on you first, right? How many times have you heard that analogy? But how often are you actually filling up your cup or putting that oxygen mask on yourself? How often are you giving back to you? That's a big realization that I had. I heard it, but it wasn't until I heard it like, Sometimes you have to hear things in different ways, like numerous times before you get it, right? That, <laughs> that thing, it, it had come to me a few times before I actually got it. And I'm getting it now. So I want to know, like, how long are you going to keep saying yes to other people's requests before you are completely depleted? That's the thing. No, I'm not saying that other people's happiness isn't important because it absolutely is. However, isn't your happiness important too? Isn't it time to, you know, put yourself first and make yourself important and figure out what you want in life and where you're going and then making your own mental and emotional well-being top priority? That's the biggest thing, right? And in all reality, it's all about finding the balance, that zero point. Obviously, you know, you, you have to know what balance feels like to experience it. So you got to consciously do it. You make yourself get to that point of neutrality, right? There's a lot of different ways to do this. Um, meditation, right? And long walks, getting grounded, going out to nature, you got to really get familiar with becoming that master of neutrality. You know, and a lot of the times we do things because we just want to be accepted and loved. And we have that need for love. Because some t- a long time ago, somebody told once told you that you were not deserving of love. Or you were convinced yourself that you are simply not deserving of love. So you try to say yes to people, please to, you know, get that love from everyone else around you. But this, the truth of the matter is, is that you need to start feeling worthy and accept love in for yourself first before we can start giving it out, right? So we tend to justify why we say yes and make up reasons as to make it sound like we want to do what we want to do and help other people. But deep down, we don't, you know? And I've said it before, but I'm the type of person where I'd like to take on a lot of projects and creative projects for myself and things pile up and compact. And, you know, I, I find I'm getting better with taking on things. I can say no a lot easier now and prioritizing when I need to do things. Planning ahead. That's the big thing, right? And I personally, I found that I've, I've had this restlessness inside of me that just kind of keeps me going. But I think everyone, all of our society, everyone in our society has built this restlessness inside of us because we came from a place that, you know, values hard work. And that's all a part of filling that void of quietness because we just don't know what to do with ourselves when we're quiet, right? 
But when you're quiet, that's when all those realizations come to you, all those great ideas. And that's how you charge your battery too, which is big. So your emotions are really such a great tool to keep you on track, right? To, you know, just kind of see where your things are at. And remember, your emotions are just energy in motion in your body. That's it. They are there to give you, they are that indicator to tell you what's going on in your body, right? The feeling of excitement and fear are the exact same frequency in our body. The only difference is the meaning that we give it at the time when we experience the feeling. That's big, right? Because that's just it. You get to choose how you want to experience life. And once you can really grasp the power you have to change your emotions just by changing what you think about them or change what you think about the situation, how much more of your life are you going to get back, right? How much things are going to start changing for you for the better just because you know that you are the one that names the emotions that are moving inside of your body, right? And it takes practice. I've learned that in life, again, it is come, it's coming back to that point of zero or becoming that master of neutrality because that's when you find balance in everything in your life. And it's not going to be perfect. It never is. We're human. We're not meant to be perfect, but we're meant to experience life, every bit of it, right? And of course, it's becoming comfortable with the quiet place that you hold inside of you, which that is a very important thing. Once you can get that, that, you know, get to that happy place of being in the quiet, that's the place of transformation, really. So how do you get comfortable with uncomfortable and sitting in that quiet place? Again, it's meditation and a lot of practice. And not giving up, perseverance, right? Dedicating yourself to making yourself feel better. That's the most important thing. So it's getting familiar with what living a balanced life looks like. What it feels like. How you encompass it. How can you have balance in your life? I mean, we all want to say that we want to live a balanced life. But we know, you know, how often are you actually So now is the time to step out of wanting to do something and start doing it. Start incorporating that change. So I want to know, what are some ways in your life that you can start living a more balanced life? What areas in your life could use a little bit of change or revamping or reevaluating? You know, what are some things in your life that are out of balance? What are some things that are coming up for you that you should start saying no to? These are all really good things to start thinking about. You know, there are many ways that you can simplify your life. So just look at how can you make your life more easier? Because here's the thing. You deserve a happy life. You deserve to have a fun life and an exciting life. And you deserve to have the energy to do it all. You deserve to feel enthusiastic about what's going on in your life so that you can start moving 
and living from that enthusiastic place now. That's just it. So start believing that because it's so, so true. Now, the real question is, what do you want to do with your life? What do you want your life to look like? How do you want to start living from that place now? I'm going to leave you with that. That's something I'm going to let you journal on and figure out for yourself. And I would love to know what outcomes you come to because I share mine all along the way. So I would love to hear from you. Definitely leave a review about this episode and let me know how things are. So that's it for me today. I just wanted to say thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for being here. And I really love us coming together like this. So I send you so much love and so much gratitude. And you have yourself a great day. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. You can learn more about me and what I do by visiting my website at www.innerbuddha.ca. You can also follow me on Facebook and Instagram at innerbuddhazen. I would love for you to leave any feedback you may have and feel free to leave a comment and review on this episode. So go ahead. Don't be shy. Again, thank you so much for listening. Much love.